Cool. So now we got the recording going. So welcome everyone. Um, today is Thursday, um, March first of two thousand twelve, and uh, we had a great call today from from the uh, kindness and hospitality of Shannon, who um, earned a call with Shailene Johnson and our CEO Carl Deichler. So that was uh, supposedly going to take the place of our leadership call today. And I was talking to Ron Bradley, and he really wants to do one of these um, what I call two-hour calls. They don't always take two hours. But basically for leaders that are diamond and above that really want to go to the next level. What I've learned from this, and I think this is something that uh, Pete Pena said a couple weeks ago, is that if you can get folks to make money, then they're going to stick in the business. And I totally agree with that 100%. But if you can get coaches to two-star, then they really start thinking about retirement. So that really is my goal, is to get folks to the point where they're getting to two-star. At that point, the money gets a little bit exponential. Um, It's definitely better. So the purpose of the two-hour calls is to um, help that happen. And and one of my goals on my list, um, because I have pretty tangible one-year, three-year, five goals, is to show folks... Um, well, let me just jump to the, the five-year goal if I have it here in front of me. <laughs> i got paperwork everywhere. I'm a mess. But um, help five people become more wealthy than they ever thought was possible. And that's a five-year goal for me. So in order to do that, I think this is really what we need to talk about. So welcome everybody to the call. I know it's a smaller audience than, than normal, um, but we're going to record it and so that if people want to come back to this later, they can. So that being said, thanks to Ron for kind of sharing this, his information out there. So there will be some private information. We want to be careful who we share this um, call with but because uh, we don't want to disclose any of that private information. But uh, if we can use this as a technique to get folks pre-qualified for this two-hour call, then uh, hopefully it would be very productive. So with that being said, uh, say hi, Ron. Hello. All right, so we've already taken, yeah, I can hear you just fine. We've, I've already taken the liberty of uh, signing in as Ron DeCount. So that's something that's kind of weird, um, but as, as an upline coach, I'm never going to do anything that would hurt your business because that hurts Jeff's business and my business. So it's something I would never do. So I hold that um, in pretty high regard, anybody that wants to share the passwords and stuff. But it's just necessary to get in here and get the information that we need to show you how to best maximize your business. So with that being said, I've already logged into Ron's account. And one of the first things that I want to do, and this is a question I ask uh, for every of these two-hour two, two hour calls, is it's very important that we check, um, and this goes back to my philosophy of if you want to improve, you need to measure. Um, so the more you measure, the, the better you're going to know how your business is and the more chances that you have to improve it. So with that being said, um, I think it's very important every Wednesday or actually Tuesday night or even starting on Monday to check your downline and see what's going on with your downline to uh, make sure that you're the rank you want to be and there's no surprises about somebody falling out of being active or dropping rank or something like that. So with that being said, well, the question I always ask here first right off the bat is, is that something you're doing? Are you checking the rank every week to make sure that you're the rank that you want to be and uh, everybody's keeping active in the right order. Yeah, I'm checking the rank almost every day. <laughs> the only time okay. that I don't worry about it a huge amount is um, 
uh, you know, I check Wednesday to make sure everything's good. And then Thursday and Friday, sometimes um, people will show up as about to become an active. I check when their order date is to make sure it's falling within that week. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're kind of double checking. And, and I would also caution against checking too much, you know, because if you're checking it every day, every hour, you know, how much is really changing. And that's why I don't recommend checking it a lot, like on Thursday, because there's so many orders that are supposed to go through that week, you know, it kind of doesn't make sense. But it does make sense to look at it and get a pre- preliminary idea of, oh, well, this, this guy's been ordering 90 every five weeks. So I'm pretty sure there's an order that's going to go through here. For Shakeology right now, anyway. So it's a good idea to keep an eye on that, but not be overly worried about it, especially on a Thursday. But with that right. being said, it sounds like something you're doing that's really good and important. With that being said, how do you check that? How do I check it? Um, I check the sponsorship drill down. Okay. So there's several different answers for that, and and what Ron is saying is probably kind of you know one of the best ways. I've talked to other coaches that are nearing two-star, and they're like, oh, you know, I go to the old back office, and I add up all the things, and I'm like, whoa, that sounds difficult. And But but there's still better ways than what Ron's saying. So what Ron is saying to do is he logs into the, the Huawei.com or TeamBeachBuy.com, and then he goes to the new coach's office, so um, the coach online office. From there, if you click on my business and you go down to my downline and under my downline, there's sponsorship drill down, you get this really nice report that shows all of your PS coaches. There's a little pluses next to them and you can scan that to see the coaches that are under your own coaches. And it will show this um, right off the bat three levels deep. So Ron has a coach called Thelma. Thelma has a coach called Paul. If there was another coach called Paul, I would actually be able to see that. But if you want to see more than that, you can click on edit report. And under edit report, you can change the levels to five deep. Now, five is an important number because that's exactly how many levels deep you need to see and know and, and view in order to check your star dime and qualifications. So I just changed it to be uh, five levels deep, and uh, then I'm going to have to download this report again. So for me, then, what I do is I download that report to Excel on the top right portion of the screen, you can see the format that you download the uh, file as. So I change that to Excel, and I click Run Report, and then I just you know, I download that file. Um, so, and then there's some advanced stuff I can do with it later on. Now, with that being said, how do you go through, and, and right now, Ron is a diamond coach, so you're probably not double-checking every week to make sure that your diamonds are staying diamond. But for the two-star qualification, that is kind of the most important thing. So with that being said, how would you go through and look? And who's maybe your best coach right now that's closest to that? Um, well, I've got Virginia and uh, on my left and Kathy on my right. Kathy and I'm just trying to do some background work here as I talk. I think the first time I only downloaded three levels, so I'm going to go back and uh, refresh that data. Okay, so he said Virginia and Kathy. So while this is a computing. So let's say who has more coaches underneath them based upon the two? Kathy. So Kathy's kind of closer to to Diamond. I'm looking around here. Virginia. I don't see Kathy. 
She's on my right down. Kathleen. Kathleen, yeah. Okay. All right, so in this case, what does it take to be diamond? You tell me. How many coaches, how many ammo? It takes four on the right, four on the left, and one one each on the right and left have to be emeralds. Awesome. So I'm looking at her Kathleen here, and I see she's got one, two, three, four coaches on her left side. To check to make sure if she's diamond, I have to look under each one of, you know, each of those coaches and see if they're active. So she's got four coaches on the left, but Sharon on the left is not active. So right there I know that she can't be diamond because she doesn't have four active on the left. Um, so I could stop looking at that point. But if I wanted to make sure she was diamond, I'd have to look on the right side and make sure that there's four active coaches there. Once I do that, now I can go back on each side and make sure that one of those active coaches is actually an emerald so they have two people under them. So I'd have to click the plus, open that up, see if there's two people. One is on each side, left and right, and both of them are that active. Now that I've done that for the left, then I have to go back and check that for the right. So that's not impossible if you're a one-star. In fact, it's probably doable to do it this method if you're a two-star. But if you're trying to qualify for 10-star, it gets, that gets really a little obnoxious. So I've created an Excel um, spreadsheet to do this. And, and again, I apologize for not having the visuals, but just so you guys know what's going on. But I download that information. I put it in this Excel spreadsheet. There's a visual um, basic macro that runs in the background that takes the data out of the sponsorship drill and calculates it all visually so I can look at my rank within a minute or two and see, um, depending on all the coaches that are active, what my rank is going to be. So right now, if the week ended right now, um, you would be a diamond coach. And the reason why, and I'm reading this off the report, you have one emerald on the left, one emerald on the right. You've got a total of 20 active coaches, six are on the left and 14 are on the right. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Cool. And so now um, that I know that, and if I was trying to be star diamond, then I would look to make sure uh, who in that report is showing up as yellow, because yellow indicates diamond, um, and to make sure that I had you know, one of those on each side. At this point, I see that the only two I'm like you said, Virginia and Kathleen. Virginia's on the left. If I look under Virginia, I see she has one ammo. And that's not something that was easy for me to see in the sponsorship drill down, per se, because I see Virginia's green um, and Mrs. Cruz is green. And under Mrs. Cruz, there's Florella and Mrs. Gomez, looks like. And, and I can see all that if they're active based upon the numbers for the week. So it's much easier to do it that way. So the next thing I want to look at, now I can see the whole downline and what his team looks like. So that helps me give him advice as to that. The next thing I want to look at is the volume. So I'm going to go back to the coach online office, go under volume, and click on my volume. So the my volume report now shows the customer PV volume that Ron is selling per week, also the total number of PV on his left side and the total number of PV, or TV, I should say, on the right side. And by looking at this, it looks like uh, Ron's left side is a strong leg and his weak leg is the right side. Now, one indication always of this number is the number of coach Ron, number of PS coaches Ron, Ron has. Because as soon as you see which side is strong and which side is weak, he's going to end up putting more coaches in the weak leg. If I go back to that number I first said, he's got 20 active coaches total, six are on the left, 14 on the right. So he's loading up the right side, which means he must think that that is his weak leg, and in this case, that's right. The ratios that I'm looking at are close to 4,000 or maybe even 5,000 some weeks on his left leg, and the right leg is about you know, less than 1,000. So, yeah, there's 
there's an awkward ratio there of almost five to one. So with that being said, the best way to maximize his income um, is his income and team bonuses is to put more volume on the right side. So for that, I just want to say for a minute, um, when you start in this business, the best way to earn money is commissions, right? Because you don't have a huge team. Once your team starts building up and you start to see the kind of volume that Ron has here, then the best way to earn money is through team bonuses. So you want to structure the volume that comes in your organization as much as you can to maximize the team bonuses. Really quickly, um, how do you earn a team bonus in terms of numbers, Rob? Well, it's a two-to-one ratio. Or when uh, when you have 200 points on one side, 100 points on the other side, and they total 300, then you get a cycle bonus. And uh, and the cycle bonus value is based on your rank. Um, 14 if you're 14 dollars per cycle if you're emerald, 16 if you're ruby, and 18 dollars per cycle when you're diamond. Right, awesome. I couldn't have said that better. So he he knows what that means, and uh, he's doing his best to achieve that. So that's awesome. So I'm going to look at the best week that Ron had, and it looks like 5250 um, was the volume on the on a strong leg. So that's awesome. So from what Ron just said, I'm going to take that number, I'm going to divide it by 200, and that's going to show me the maximum number of cycles that he could do per week um, if he was maximizing the volume on the other leg. So because I know that, I can take that number, and let's going to assume, I'm going to assume that he's a diamond or above, so I'm going to times that number by 18. That's, that's the amount of money that he would make per team cycle as a diamond. That number comes out to be $472.15. Now, have you ever made that much cycle bonus in one week? No. Um, but how would you feel if you were? Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> right? You have, you've got a lot of intentions to do that. And the truth is, the truth is, there's no limit right now. You have the potential to be doing that. Just you have to do more volume on your right side. Exactly. Right, so that creates a need. It creates a need of feeling that he really wants to do it, and he sees what, what the incentive is. Now, there's, there's no coincidence that we've built the team in that fashion. Like, I've worked with Jeff for years about how to build the team. We tell everybody else, you know, you get in this company, your first job is to go Emerald, right? And you want to do the best you can to put your strongest coaches on your weak leg, your weakest coaches on your strong leg. When, before you're Emerald, you really maybe you can't decide that yet. Unless some coaches start appearing below you, then obviously your strong side. From that point, the next three coaches that you sign up, as long as they're going to be stronger type coaches, you're going to put on your weak leg because you want to drive as much volume as you can right off the bat to that weak leg. So that makes sense. Now you've got four coaches on the weak side. You want to go ahead and put four coaches back on the strong side. And it always comes a question that uh, if you're going to sign up like a wife, and, and the long-term advice I give us for that to sign up a spouse or a wife or a friend or a mom on your strong leg. And, and people think that's counterintuitive because, well, why would I want to do that on my weak leg? And that way I could sell commissions there and then my first center could potentially make a bonus. And that's true. In fact, I would love it if you could, you could put two coaches on your team where you can control the volume, you know, like maybe a mom and a wife or a, um, a son and a husband or something like that. Um, that way you can sell volume under one person on your weak leg, you're going to earn a commission. Let's say that's Shakeology in a body type gauge. So it's 100 PV. You're going to earn a commission every time you do 100 PV in your weak leg, but your 
your main center above it will also earn a bonus. So now instead of getting only $30 for that sale, you're going to make um, 48 because you're getting that bonus as a diamond for an extra 18. <laughs> so now your your um, commissions per sale go up. Now, why would I want to put a coach on the strong leg? Does anybody have any ideas about that? Well, for one reason, it's necessary. Uh, for example, to be a star diamond, you have to have an additional coach on your strong leg, uh, or you know, on your both sides, you have to have the coach. And then, same thing for each star rank. To the best of my knowledge, every time you increase in your star rank. In order to increase that rank, you not only have to have an additional diamond, but you have to have an additional coach on each side. In other words, two-star, you know, you've got uh, a total of 12 coaches. Um, Three-star, you've got a total of 14 coaches and so on. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, the first thing is really the main reason that I do this is that if I can put a spouse on the top of your strong leg, you're not going to be too worried about building that spouse's business until you get to diamond yourself. And then by the time you get to diamond yourself, then you will you will have somebody who's really close to diamond on your strong leg or your weak leg because you're putting all your best coaches over there. If you think they have the potential to go diamond, that's where you're putting them on the weak leg because you want your strongest coaches on the weak leg. So by that time, you have somebody, in your case, like Kathleen, that's kind of you know, risen to the cream of the crop. And in, in this case, she's got, what, uh, six coaches? So you can show her how to get a few additional coaches to get her to diamond. With that being said, now you've got to look back at your strong leg and see out of the coaches that you initially thought would be weaker, who over there has the potential to, to go diamond. And a lot of times it's nobody. So if you had put a spouse over there, um, now you can go back and kind of help your spouse build her business or his business, you know, whatever the case may be, um, to get to diamond. Now, how do you feel, Ron, when you have to put coaches in your strong leg? Uh, well, right now, I don't feel so bad about it because now I've got Virginia, who's my wife. She's on my strong leg. But when I have to put coaches over there to keep my uh, status or whatever, I can place them under Virginia. So even though they're sponsored by me, they're placed in her business she then cycle bonuses off of it, and the family income still goes up. Okay, so awesome. He kind of cut to the chase right there, but he doesn't feel so bad about putting coaches in a strong leg, even though he already has close to a five-to-one ratio that he needs to build or you know, that he's trying to work against. Basically, in that five-to-one ratio, when you add more volume to your strong leg, you're it's like putting more fuel on a fire. And it's like, well, you don't need more fuel. The fire's already going really well. But because he has Virginia over there, and if he puts coaches, excuse me, if he puts coaches on his strong leg, but in Virginia's weak leg, then he's building up Virginia's income also. So the same argument applies. If he's got Virginia in the strong leg and he needs to help a diamond build over there, it just makes logical sense to make that Virginia. And it doesn't hurt him in terms of his feelings to keep building in that strong leg because he's building under a way. So it gives you a great incentive to build over there. And this is something that I initially had a lot of questions about. I'm wondering if I'm doing the right moral thing and everything else. But 
over the course of time, the last two, three years, I've seen two or three coaches develop in this manner with the spouse and the strong leg. And every time they get to this point where they're about to start, they thank me. Now, check this out. What if somebody organically, naturally builds to a diamond on your strong leg? Well, no problem because to get to five-star, you're going to need at least two diamonds on your strong leg. And having that spouse or significant other in the strong leg is always a great opportunity over there. Does that make sense, everyone? Is there any questions about that so far? Um, I'm exactly at that point, and it does. It makes more and more sense uh, the more and more you talk about that. Awesome. That's Devin, and yeah, he's one star, so he's exactly at the point. And right, you do have your wife and your weak leg. You're one of the kind of the examples that not the first or the second, but like the third or the fourth person that I told you that, and it's always kind of hesitant, like, oh. Now, I, I know you want the volume in your weak leg, but if we can put your wife, in this case, in his strong leg, that when he gets back to one star and back to building her business, he can do that under her and he's going to feel good about it. And the neat, weird side effect is that she has a really strong leg too because she's at the top of his strong leg. So all the volume that he's been building over there kind of naturally just on its own is all going to be under his wife. Make sense? And, and Stephen, is that true? Is that, is that what's happened? Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, any any time. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it, when you were talking about you're having like a when you first started out and you were having trouble putting people on your strong leg, but I have total control over whether or not I go two star diamond or not. I mean, I can make you know Lori Diamond um, focus on that, and I would be two star, and I had control over that. And I also have a um, my father on my weak leg, so I can also control a diamond there. Okay, awesome. There's one more question, so I want to make sure we get to that. But let's talk to somebody else. Is there anybody else that's diamonds or above that is in a situation where they don't have somebody that they can control on their strong leg? I'm not sure if that exists. Somebody on the line that's diamond or above without somebody they can kind of control on their strong leg. Like a family family member? Yeah, family member or somebody that's building over there. So you kind of feel stuck. I don't have um, any family members, but I have three strong, like, emeralds that I, you know, they're best friends from high school. Okay. So I well, let's, don't let's think use going you anywhere. as an example, and it'll kind of have to be a fictitious thing, so let's pretend a little bit. Um, so let's say that you had somebody that had already built, built up to diamond on your weak leg. Is that the case? Do you have diamond on your on your weak leg yet? A diamond? Yeah, do you have a diamond on your weak leg yet? P.S. Not yet. No. Okay. My, well, let's say wait, you did. That's, yeah, I have um, my boyfriend's on my weak leg, and he has eight coaches, and we're working on the emeralds for each side now. So awesome. you're really super close to having that diamond in the weak leg. Yeah, we've done it in one month, so I know it's gonna it's gonna happen That's probably. Awesome. All right. So now let's weeks. say you're so you're so close to two star that you can taste it because you got that one star over there. You're diamond. You got plenty of PS coaches enough to be two star. So you want that two star super bad. Now, how do you feel that you don't have a husband or a mother or a spouse or a daughter on the strong leg, so you can't really drive business under there? Um, you know, there's some people that are doing good, but you're basically at their 
you're working at their pace, not at your pace. Because you just said you can build a diamond in a month if you had to. Yeah. I How does it make you feel that you can't control anybody on your strong leg? How do you feel? Well, it makes me want to add coaches under them. <laughs> so it, but it I know inspires I can't you to add volume to your strong leg, again, which isn't probably the most the smartest decision because that's your strong leg and you want to get more volume in your weak leg. But if you feel like you're at the mercy of these coaches to go at their pace, and, and yes, we want to help them as much as we can, but if you feel locked in to go at their pace, how does that make you feel on the inside? Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. Do you feel like you have control or you're out of control? <laughs> well, I'm out of control, but I'm I'm learning how to help them better. Like I'm almost so, every so maybe more basically. motivated. Yeah, yeah, more like of a feeling uh, of lack of control. Mm, I no, I'm still in control. I think. <laughs> Okay. So just, she's a very optimistic person. For me, yeah. when I was in that situation, I had two. I had two diamonds actually on my weak leg, but there was nobody on my strong leg, and so I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm at their mercy. Like I feel like I'm out of control. Like if I could just help somebody get a diamond, like I would be in control of my future. So now let's go back to seven. Seven, you're exactly in that case. Like you've got diamond, and, and your diamond almost has a diamond in your weak leg. But now that you have your wife over there and you can know that you can control your own fate and you can make Lori Diamond whenever you want to, how do you feel? Do you feel like you're in control or out of control? I feel like, like I'm in control because, you know, that it's, it's my option to control that center. And then plus when you go to star, you, you automatically get another center to actually put on your weak leg. Awesome. Does that make you feel optimistic or pessimistic? Very optimistic. Okay, so those are the two options. You could work yourself into a scenario where you feel like out of control and kind of pessimistic, or if you've got a wife or a spouse or a husband over there, you could work yourself into a position that you feel in control and optimistic about it. So that's my whole point of putting the spouse over there. And it's something that's kind of hard to do. And in Shannon's case, I think that was Shannon talking, but she's doing yeah. awesome. Like she's building people naturally, organically on each side, and by all means, that's the way to do it. But what I'm talking about is almost an insurance, an insurance of sorts for getting to two-star because at that point we know we have a coach that is going to become like a lifetime successful coach. And, again, according to my five-year goal, that's one of my good plans. And not everybody, for whatever reason, is, is built as, as good as building um, as quickly as Shannon. Um, Lord knows that right now I, I'm not doing it at her pace either. So, we need to have another call on how she's building so quickly. And, and, and <laughs> right. <laughs> well, okay, I'm, but I'm just, that... Yeah, I'm running out of places to put people. Like, I don't, I, I don't know where to put people. <laughs> it's it's kind of, but it's fun. All right, well, maybe <laughs> we still have time here, and I don't want to take too long, um, but whoever wants to do it, like, I'm more than happy to kind of look at your business, too, and see what's going on there. But let's go back to Ron here. So he's got Kathleen that's really close to it, and now he's got Virginia that's pretty close to it. So now, Ron, what are your goals for this business? So you, if I had to make you list like goals one, two, and three, is it to earn a lot of money? Is it to help a lot of people? Is it to get like a super high rank so that you get flown out to California and taken around on Superstar Day? If you had to put those three in order, what are they? One, two, three, one being the highest priority. Um, earn a lot of money. <laughs> earn a lot of money is number one. What else? Help people and then Superstar rank. Okay, so if if I had to put that in priority, number one is like, you know, necessities, like 
make sure he's providing for himself and his family first. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think it's, and honestly, it makes sense to just be honest about that. Like, we have to meet our needs before sometimes we can meet the needs of others. And the second thing is, like, is help people. Like, I, I have a, a philosophical nature in me. I want to help other people accomplish their goals. And actually, when I do that, I almost feel better about myself than when I'm accomplishing my own goals. So that's awesome and honorable. And the third thing he was is rank, you know, recognition. And, and like, I could talk to 10 different people on this call and probably get 10 different answers to those, those three scenarios. Because a lot of people, like, I live for recognition. Like, I got all the money in the world. I don't care about money. You know, and, like, I've helped so many other people in my life that that's not the highest priority for me. But I want to feel like I'm important and good and, like, whatever else. And, like, there's no wrong in those two questions. So that's why I want to ask people first. Because if you said, you know, I want to be tensor, I would try to show you how to help build the business that way. If you wanted to help other people, I'd show you how to, like, you know, design other people's coaching centers so they make the most money. If your goal is to make money, I can also do that too. So right now with where, where's Ron at, in order to make the most amount of money, like what I would say is he needs to keep putting volume in that right leg. Now, the best way that he can do that <clears throat> and the best coach that I think that we can ever get is ourselves. You know, and, and, and that's why – the best rank advancement in this business, you know, and, and so some people say, well, that's not true. I wish I had Josh Spencer in my downline, you know, because, you know, he's been top coach or close to it for the last two years. And that's true. And that's awesome. But if I were to ask Josh Spencer that question, who would he say? Mm-hmm. He'd say Josh Hello? Spencer. If, if I asked Wayne Wyatt that question, because he's running away with top coach last year, he's like, I would want another one of me. And if you don't feel that way about yourself, like then you're you're discounting your own power. So the best person for Ron to put in Ron's downline is Ron. So the only way that Ron can do that, you know, besides having, you know, a wife in the, the second center or a, a mother in the second center, and even that is not a great scenario because, like, if my mom is in my team and she's earning $2,000 a week, I want my mom to get the $2,000 a week. I don't want her to have to send me the checks. Um, so... I think that's not the best scenario either. It's truly to get yourself down there. And the only way you can do that, the only way you can open up a second center legally is to become a two-star. So that's why becoming a two-star is so important. So with that being said, you know, how now, now what I do is I'm looking at Ron's organization. I see his volume. I see the team that he's got. So now what I want to do is I want to tell him how best to do that quickest. So, um, and also let's throw a fourth priority in there, Ron. How important is, like, the success club trips to you? Um, One of those well, three priorities. If we change it to four, where would you put success club? <laughs> this particular year, success club trip is really not that essential to me, but I'm probably going to get it <laughs> in. I mean, I, I go to Disney World anytime I want, so, um, you know. But yeah, let's just I, be honest. Like, for I you, that's think, not a big deal. I would say that in one way it's a big deal to me this year, but not it, it's the reason it's a big deal to me this year is actually because I don't need it. It's not something that's an extra family vacation or anything because I get to take my family to Walt Disney World. However, what I'd like, I actually have a big priority go to get on the Success Club trip this year to show that it it can be done. I want to do it just as an example for the other coaches that it's actually not something that you have to be overwhelmingly motivated for, that it can just be done kind of organically, easily. 
So just okay. as an example, so it's, it's I want. a high priority. Out of one, two, three, four, where is it? Um, it's higher than the rank. I mean, it would be, I would say, it'd be number um, it's number three. Okay, awesome. No problem there. And again, there's no right, wrong answers. You don't have to justify it, which is kind of what you were doing there. All right, there's going to be calls that are going to be touchy-feely, emotional, like make you feel good calls. This is not one of them. I'm just going to be honest about that right now. I am an engineer um, in my past life. What engineers do best, in fact, the best engineer in school is not the guy with all A's. It's the guy that just barely got by with, like, the C-minus grade point average, just the bare minimum that he had to do to engineer the outcome that he wanted, which was graduate, in my opinion, right? So the best engineer manages the resources, the least amount of resources it takes to get the outcome that he wants. And that's what, that's what I'm doing here. So when I talk here, like, this isn't the, the Jason. I think we all have personal, pers uh, multiple personalities at some level or another. And so, like, I have boyfriend Jason, and he's much more emotional and caring than, like, Jason who's trying to get to two stars as quick as possible. That's engineer Jason that does whatever it takes to get there. There's also, like, hockey player Jason that comes out and pushes anybody out of his way that he needs to to score a goal. Um, would hockey player Jason be a great one to come home at the end of the day with to spend time with a girlfriend? Probably not. He would push the girlfriend out of the way and get to bed or get the meal or whatever he's looking to do first. So there's a time for each hat. And, and the time and the hat that you're seeing right now is kind of a, the cut with Jason that wants to get to Ron's goal as quickly as possible. So I, I, I don't want everybody to think, she's just hardcore. But I am sometimes. Sometimes I'm not. And this, this time it really behooves me, I think, to wear that engineering hat. So in order to do that, I think Kathleen has what it takes to go diamond really close. She's got four, six coaches. So she'd only need two more coaches. She doesn't have any emeralds yet. So we'd have to put an emerald um, on each side of Kathleen. Um, looking at the other leg, Virginia's doing really well. She's got one, two coaches, and two coaches on the other side. So she's got four coaches. She would need four more coaches. And uh, she already has an emerald on the left, so we'd have to develop an emerald on the right. So... <clears throat> This is where this whole um, conversation and call could be construed as uh, weird and maybe not the right thing to do. But when people call me and they want to get to two-star, five-star, ten-star, um, <clears throat> they, they say, how best can I do it? And I'm like, well, this is the best way to do it. Now, am I saying that that's the right way to do it or the wrong way to do it? Like, there's this big moral dilemma within Beachbody. is like, can we give away coaches or should we give away coaches? And I can't tell you that that's right or wrong, left or right, up or down. I can't tell you that because it's not in the rule book that you can't do it. It's not in the rule book that you should do it. But it's something that can be done. The question is, what's right for you? If it's right for you to do it, cool. If it's not right for you, don't do it. But if you come to me and you say you're going to do it, let me show you how to do it best. So in the case of Kathleen, she's got four – she is on your weak leg, which is your right leg. She's got four coaches on the inside left leg, and she's only got two coaches on the right leg. So I don't want to give away coaches. But if I had to give away coaches, I want to give them on my two outside legs. Most, most – the best place for me to give coaches away would be on my weak leg on the far outside leg. Does that make sense to everybody? So in Ron's case, that's his right leg, and I would want to keep it on the right leg. If I'm only building my right leg outside, outside leg, it doesn't matter to me if I put the new coach, John, um, as my PS under Kathleen 
Or if I put it as Kathleen's PS under Kathleen. Like, logically, it really doesn't matter. The only thing that I would be giving up is if John becomes a diamond. Now I'm not a star diamond based upon John. And if John ends up making $10,000 a week with matching bonus, I won't get the matching or, or off of team bonuses. I won't get his matching bonus. But when you look at the income ratios, like last week, I don't really like to talk about numbers, but last week my first center did almost $9,000. It's awesome. Like, I'm super happy and proud of that. But my matching bonus for that center, even though all the people I helped to get team bonuses was only, was only $500. So only $8,400 of that check was not matching bonus. So matching bonus is by far not the best way to make money. So, and that's happened to me. I've given away coaches in my team and organization that have gone on to be diamonds. And you kind of kick yourself in the butt. You're like, oh, wish that she was my coach or he was my coach. But in the long run, you're adding a coach that becomes a diamond in your weak leg, and it's exactly where you would want it to be in terms of volume placement. So it sucks a little bit, stings a little bit, but it's still an amazing, awesome gift. So in this case with Kathleen, she's got four coaches on the left leg, and I don't ever want to give coach, a coach, Kathleen a coach on the left leg with all things, with all new things considered. I, I might love Kathleen, but I don't want to put somebody in Kathleen's weak leg, and then if Kathleen quits, Nobody else is ever going to build under this, this John person that I'm giving away. So John's in a stuck position that nobody ever else will never, ever help. Again, I want to go back and say, well, dude, does everybody have to have a great position to build this business? And no, you don't. My ex-girlfriend, you know, Barbie, I met when she was Ruby. Nobody's ever given her one coach. Oh, that's not true. Her upline coach gave her one coach one time, and that person quit. So everything that she has on her team is somebody that she's either signed up or they've gone to sign up. So you can make a great position out of any position in this company. But with that being said, I want to drive this business so that it motivates you to build the best business that you can do. And the way that I do that is by building these weak legs. And this is exactly the position that Ron has here. In this case, Jeff and I and everybody else in that far outside left leg that, that's built his left leg up to almost 5,000 PVA a week, every time that we put one person become emerald on our strong leg, that's going under round. So we're effectively doing two-thirds of the business. What are the ratios to get cycle bonuses? 100 and 200. If we can put all the volume in his weak leg, we're, we're giving him the, that $200 in TV over and over and over and over and over again. All he has to do is build the 100 in his weak leg. If you look at that ratio, it's a total of three, right? Two plus one is three. We're giving him the two every week and he only needs to do three or the one on the other leg. So two divided by three is two-thirds. We're building two-thirds of his business for him. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So in this case, and again, this is like the moral question, do you give away coaches? And I'm not sure. But the best way to build Kathleen up to diamond quickest would be say, hey, Kathleen, I see that you're very close to diamond. What I want to do is I want to help you do that as quickly as possible. So what I'm willing to do is I'll help if I sign up a coach I would be willing to give that coach or have you sponsor that coach under your right leg um, for every coach that you get. Or maybe for every two coaches you get, I'll give you one. Now, in this case with Kathleen, that would only take you giving away one coach. She would have to get the other coach on her own, and then she would have enough to be diamond. Does that make sense? Yep. Now, again, I'm not saying right or wrong, left or right, up or down, but if you want to do it as quickly as possible, that's what you could do. Now, in this case, Kathleen would have eight coaches, right? Um, and you need to figure out how best for Kathleen to develop two emeralds. So now what you want to do is you want to work with the coaches in Kathleen's down, 
down in the center. So you send the four people in Kathleen's left leg, Shannon, Jason, Celeste, and Ben, a message that says, hey, I'm working with Kathleen really closely, and we want to help develop Kathleen into a diamond. In order for that to happen, we have to build an emerald on your side. So I would like to award anybody um, on that left leg, you know, 50 or $100 to become emerald. And again, you're only going to do this if you can afford it. So it has to justify in terms of money the um, added advantages of doing it. But right now, we've already said that Ron's giving up, what, two, three, four hundred dollars $400 a week by not maximizing the cycle bonuses. The money's there. So let's say that you gave away $88 to the first person that becomes emerald on Kathleen's left side. Now, again, I'm not recommending giving coaches away to her inside legs. I never want to do that. Someone might get stranded. But if I give her $88 for somebody, the first one to do it, that's actually... Uh, the dog disagrees with me, but that's okay. Um, if I give away $88 for that, that's exactly enough money for one of her coaches to sign up two people. And somebody's going to get that in their head. They'd be like, wow, if I signed up my wife and my daughter, I'd be Emerald. And and uh, Ron would be helping me pay for that. So somebody's going to get that and say, wow, that would work. Now, the other option is on the right leg, she's only got two coaches right now, Lisa, Marie, and Zach, but maybe you gave her away, you gave away one to help her to get to um, – Diamond, so now there's four coaches over there, and what you can do is you can talk to those coaches and say, hey, whichever coach is willing to put um, a coach on their inside leg, I could potentially, you know, help give away a coach, or Kathleen could to that strong outside right leg, because that's where you or Kathleen would be building anyway, and now you've got an emerald on the right side. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, again... I'm not here to tell you that it's good or bad to give away coaches. If you're in a position where you're building organically and that all works, more power to you. But if your job is to get to two stars as quickly as you can, like, and you have an unlimited number of coaches coming in, then that's the best way I feel to do it. Now, how can you make other coaches build naturally organically as well? Is that you show them the techniques that you're doing. You show them how to build outside legs. You show them how to you know, incentivize other coaches to get to Emerald. You, you show them some of these techniques. So now with that being said, you have Kathleen as a diamond on your right side. You've got 20 total active coaches. 20 total active coaches, and I'm looking at the screen here, is enough to be five-star. So now we have to go back and, and try to help or build um, a diamond on your strong leg, and this is where the having the spouse comes in so well. So Virginia's already got two coaches on the left, one's Emerald. She's got um, two coaches on the right and uh, neither of them are emeralds, so she would need four, uh, yeah, four of our coaches total. So, again, if, if Virginia was a stranger or, you know, somebody who's not, not somebody that you love and that can't leave you, then I would ever want to put anybody in her weak leg because, again, if she quit the business, that person would be stranded. But what I could say here to Virginia, and this, this example is perfect, hey, Virginia, for every person that you sign up on your inside leg, um, on your right side, I'll sign up somebody on your left leg. And that way you're telling her to build her weak leg and you're building her strong leg for it. Again, are you going to be willing or able to give away two coaches? You know, I don't know. Is that the right thing to do? Again, I'm not sure. But if you have that kind of coaches coming in, then that would be the quickest way to do it. And when, whenever you have this conversation with Virginia, she gets motivated. She's like, wow, like my outline coach is so willing to help me build my business that he's going to actually potentially give me coaches away. That is a huge incentive for fire kind of under her butt. Get her moving to sign up coaches because for every one she gets, she gets two. Or make it, make it the two-to-one ratio. If she can sign up two coaches on the right leg, you'll give her one on the left. 
even that is still like a huge motivation. And again, mm-hmm. now she's got the emerald on the left side race, so she's good. You could do the whole $88 thing on the right-hand side to try to motivate one of those coaches to get the emerald. And honestly, every time I've done that, one of those four people would be like, yeah, like if you're going to help the sign-up fees, I would totally love to you know, go emerald. So that almost always happens. Does that yeah. make sense? Yep. <laughs> okay, with that being said, now you're two-star. And if you use this Excel tool that I have that I'm trying to get somebody to work on to make that an accessible web tool similar to coaching codes, all you have to do is monitor that every week before Wednesday, and I'll hopefully start on Monday or so, monitor it, see who's not active, and then in this formula when you or in this sheet, when you go over to the right, you have their phone number, their email address. So now it's an opportunity to say, hey, Sharon, I see you're not active right now. You know, is there an order that's going to go through this week? Is there something that you need to order? Well, you double check with them, and, and you can actually get with that person, see what's going on. And as long as you stay on top of that, it's not so hard to keep two diamonds active for six weeks in a row, so you can go two star. With that being said, and um, now where would you put your second center? Uh, my second center, I would put in my right leg. You want to put it at the top of your right leg or the bottom of your right leg on one of the inside legs over there, or what? Um, well, that's a good question because one of my, one of the, because in my case, um, since Kathleen is my, my mom, um, and I'm still building my own business on my, on my right, I had a question about whether it would be who me the best to put my second center and place it on the, on her left, you know, on her left leg that's being built down or the outside of my right leg? Okay, that's a great and awesome question. Now, the one time I will ever break my rule, right, because every rule has an exception, is never give away a coach on the inside leg. That's the rule. Unless it's somebody you love and can't leave you. You know, and the can't leave you thing, I don't know, you take that into your own discretion. I don't know if your husband or wife can <laughs> you or not. But, um, you know, somebody like Stephen, I say, that's not an option. They've been together forever. They got four great kids. They got a great relationship. Like, his wife's never going to leave him. Um, in my previous marriage, like I might have said that, but then we eventually broke up, so that wouldn't have been a great scenario. In your mom's case, it takes a lot for the mom to divorce a son. So I don't think your mom ever can leave you. So now you do have like this option. Do I want to put my second center, which is going to be in my weak leg no matter what, in my mom's weak leg to help benefit her income, or do I want to put it at the bottom of the, the far right bottom? Now, the dilemma here is, if you put it in your mom's weak leg, you're definitely helping out your mom, and you're helping out everybody else that's above you, yeah, above your mom, because it's still going in one of their legs. The people that it's not helping is everybody that's on the right leg that's under your mom. So if if this is if there's only two people under your mom and you haven't promised them that your second center would go under them, then maybe it makes sense to put it in your mom's weak leg. If there's 268 people on your mom's strong leg, for you to put your second center under there is kind of not being as nice as you could to all those other people. Again, I can't tell you right or wrong, left, right, up, and down. That's a conscious decision that you have to make. But all I can do is tell you the different options. You know, long-term for the team, it makes sense to put it under the extra 200 or 300 people so that they're all building up big centers based upon the volume that you plan to bring in your second center. 
if there's not a lot of people there and it's super important for you, like maybe your mom has some crazy bills she needs to pay, like then it makes sense to build her, your mom's weak leg. But it also now, now when you do that, your, your, your weak leg now is going to take this big zigzag. From that point on, you're going to be building on the weak leg under your mom. So you were building on the far, strong, right outside leg. Now it's going to zigzag into, over the left, and your, your sponsorship drill down is going to be under one of those strong legs in your second center. You see how that would work? Mm-hmm. So yeah, from, a graphical, from a graphical standpoint, that's not necessarily the best thing to do because any coach that's above your mom might not necessarily know that's the place that you're building because now you're, you're going against kind of strategy, and they might still be building that far other right leg. So just different things to consider there. Hmm. Okay, so now if you open up that second center, every time you make an order now, and in fact, all business that you do, you're going to try to steer away from your first business and put in your second business center because you want the second business center to become diamond and you want all the volume to go there. So let's say you put that second center in the weak leg of Kathleen Ramon. Now, whenever you make a sale there, you're going to, let's, Again, let's do the 100 PV thing. If you do 100 PV, you're going to make a 25 to $30 commission or bonus, um, or commission, I should say, in that second center. Because that second center is in Kathleen's weak leg, and assuming she's got a lot of volume in her strong leg, she's going to make um, a 14 to $18 bonus based upon getting that extra volume in her weak leg because she's got 200 on the other side. This is going to be 100. And then your first center is always going to make a bonus because you've got that really strong left leg. So instead of that sale only being a $30 commission, now it goes to 30 plus 14 or 18 plus another 18. Does that make sense? You're driving more sales and commissions into your business if you were selling it from your first center. Right, exactly. A lot of times I ask people, like, so one of your best weeks here is a couple of weeks ago. You, you did 540 PV personally. Now, which leg did that 50-40 PV go in, your left leg or your right leg? Um, neither. It, well, it goes into neither. It goes into that one place that's above both legs. So it's not an opportunity to cycle off that. So one of the tricks I do whenever I open up a new center is that new center becomes the, the same screen name as the first center was. So what's your screen name in your first center? Fit and Funny Ron. Fit and Funny Ron. So my second center, the screen name for that would now become Fit and Funny Ron. And then my first center would take a new screen name, so it might just be Ron Bradley. So that way, anybody that knows Fit and Funny Ron is now going to continue to place orders into that second center and driving that volume down as far as you can to help all the other people. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. Cool. So those are some techniques that I see. Now, in doing that, putting the second center in your weak leg, how quick do you think you can make your second center diamond? Within two months. Two months. Awesome. I think that's reasonable. So within two months, you've got another diamond on your weak leg that's sponsored by your first center. You were two-star. Now what are you? Three-star. Three-star. So... Really what we're doing here is we're not building two-star centers. We're really building three-star centers. With that being said, only two extra diamonds on your team would make you five-star. 
And I know that's kind of a personal goal for you for the next year or, or whatever duration you've kind of set for yourself there. So thinking beyond that, you have to kind of look to see what are the people that um, you could help build the business to get to five-star. Now, just for a second here, I want to look at the different star diamond ranks. So the maximum cycle bonuses that you can make as, as an emerald is how much? Does anybody know? Cycle bonus? Cycle bonus, team bonus per week. 250. Right on, that's seven. You can only make $250 a week. So let's say I had sold 100,000 PV in one leg and 200,000 PV in the other leg. I had this opportunity to make, I don't know, 15, 16, $20,000 a week. But because I'm an emerald, I can only make $250. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I was a ruby, that limit now goes up to $1,000. So most people right now with where your business is at, like would be satisfied at the rank of Ruby because that allows them to make a thousand dollars PV or I'm sorry, a thousand dollars cycle bonus per week. Now let's say the, that money had grown even higher and you could actually earn over a thousand dollars. You could earn fifteen hundred dollars a week based upon your cycle bonuses. So you would have to go up to the rank of diamond and that cap is two thousand. So the cap's now for one star through um six well, is there, let's just say the cap's not for every rank. So one star can earn three thousand, two star can earn four, three star can earn five, six star I'm sorry, four star can earn six, five star can earn seven, six star can earn eight, seven star can earn nine, eight star can earn ten, nine star can earn eleven, ten star can earn twelve thousand dollars a week in cycle bonus. How much do you think eleven star can earn? Twelve thousand yeah, it's twelve thousand is the max. Exactly right. Twelve thousand is the max. So people that are getting the eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen star, like are doing great. They're helping a lot of people become diamond, but they don't earn any extra money. And in fact, the jump from nine star to ten thousand, ten star is only one thousand dollars a week. So, and and the difference is to be nine star, I only have to have two coaches on my on one leg, and then I can have seven coaches on the other leg. To be 10-star, I have to have five coaches on each leg that are diamond. So the optimal location to maximize your money with the least amount of work is 9-star because you, only, you would only need to put two diamonds in your strong leg and you can put the other seven diamonds in your weak leg. Does that make sense? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I thought you had to go back and forth between each leg every time you built a new diamond. Mm-mm. So to get to five star, for one star you just need one on each leg. Two star you need um no one star one on one on any leg. Two star you need one on each leg. Three star you need one on one leg and then two on any other leg. For four star you only need to have one on one leg and then you have to have three on the other leg. Now if you had two and two that's perfect. It doesn't matter. To be five star you have to have two on one leg and the other three can be on the other leg. That ratio is the same all the way up to nine stars. So to be eight star, I can have two on one leg, and then I can have the other six on the other leg. To be nine star, I can have two and seven. To be ten star, it has to go back to five and five. So it takes a lot of effort, extra effort sometimes to make diamonds on your strong leg, to make five diamonds on your strong leg. And that's why a lot of people, when they get to ten star, like they immediately jump up to 15 because they've had five or six other diamonds on the other leg. So... What I'm trying to show people is the best way to maximize their income, you know, for the least amount of money. And it doesn't make a ton of sense for you to put, put 10, 20, 30 diamonds in your weak leg because 
I meant your, your strong leg because that keeps adding fuel to the fire. If you keep building up your weak leg with the more and more and more diamonds as you can, then all you need to do is develop two diamonds on your strong leg and you can potentially get to nine star and earn $11,000 per week. And how many people on the call would be happy with nine star and $11,000 per week? Yeah. <laughs> and, and if I understand this right, then also um, as you're building your second center, um, you build that to two star, you can open a third center. Your third center, you build a two star, you can open a fourth center, and so on up to 25 times. Is that correct? Yes, and one of my goals has been to open up a new center every year. So I can tell you right now, like the two diamonds in my fourth center are going to be Kia and T. And you have to know that, or you have to know like the potential people, and you have to work with them. Like as has been said over and over in this business, 20% of your people are going to do 80% of your work. And so if you don't define the, who are the leaders are going to be, you don't know who to give the attention to. Now, if Kia calls or if he calls and needs my time, like I jump. If it's somebody else that's just out there and, you know, having trouble getting down, like I'm going to try to answer all their questions as quickly as I can. But if I have to choose between fee and somebody else that's not that well, I choose fee. Because she's right. the 20% of my business that's doing 80% of the work. So I give her the majority of the efforts that I can afford. Makes sense. So now the coolest thing, too, is now Ron has a center. It's three-star, right? He's got Virginia, Kathleen, and Ron. Bridget, Kathleen, and Ron are in the weak way. So now Ron can build a diamond in probably a month or two. Whatever. What did you say? How quickly could you build it? Uh, diamond? Two months. Yes. Two months. He's going to be diamond. Actually, uh, faster once because uh, you know once I once I get the two star, that's going to open up my income. Um, I'm interviewing artists right now to make sure that my you know they can take over my caricature business and I can go full time quicker. So I'll probably be able to go diamond in a month, month and a half. The weird thing, folks, is whatever he says right now, usually the first time is what it's going to be. So I would guess it's going to take him exactly two months. Because the limitation is not what's capable. It's what you're telling yourself. There's only something I've learned through several years of personal development. So now I play with it. I'm like, how quickly you go emerald? And whatever they say is true. It's just nuts. That's how that happens. So, yeah, start thinking more about one month, and that's exactly what will happen. So let's say he does that. So he opens up the second center, and he can quickly build that to diamond within a month or two. Now he's three-star. Now that he's three-star, what's his focus going to be? Do I keep going back and putting more PS coaches in my first diamond, my two-star center, which is now three-star, or do I keep building the second center to try to get that up to two-star? Now is where you have to start being careful. Where's the most money involved in this? Like, Are you capping out at your rank? Um, the income that you can make per your rank in your first center, or do you have more potential to make more money in your second center if you build to two-star? Typically what I've seen here is it makes more sense to build the second center to two-star so you can open up a third center. With this being said, you have a third center now. The third center can open up anywhere you want under your second center, and it can be sponsored by any of the centers you want it to be. So now you can either choose to make your third center sponsored by your second center or sponsored by your first center, although it has to be placed somewhere under your second center. So in that case, who would you sponsor your third center by, Ron? I'm not sure. <laughs> He's not sure yet, but typically what happens is that he has a huge income potential right now. 
in his first center. Like we said, almost $500 a week. So by the time he opens up his third center, I would imagine that $500 a week potential is the potential of like, you know, five or $6,000. And in order to earn five or $6,000, he needs to be a three-star or four-star accordingly. So it makes sense to build up one center with a lot of star diamond ranks. And you want that to be your first center so you can keep maximizing these bonuses because by that time, you'll have the potential to earn five or $6,000 per week in cycle bonuses, but your second center is only going to be at the $500 or so level. So it doesn't make sense to give your second center another diamond. It makes more sense to give your first center another diamond to make that a four-star. Does that make sense? Okay. And, and, again, it gets a little tricky there. I've got a whole other spreadsheet that looks at all my different centers, sees where it's at based upon cycle bonuses and what rank it is, so I can tell how much money I'm either winning or losing and where are my highest priorities to build my business. Because when you get to four, it gets a little complicated. And that my, uh, my, guess, my guess would be that at that point in time, you'd also be taking a look at if you've had other coaches that in the meantime have taken off in your first center. Definitely. Let's say in, in the meantime, 10 of the other coaches have built up diamonds. You're 10 star. Like, if there's not any more money you can make in that first center, then you have to go back to your priorities. My priority is to make the most amount of money I can, help the most people that I can, get to success club trips every year, or do I want to get recognition? If your answer is recognition, then fine. Keep building to 15 star into your special day at the office. If your goal is to help other people, like, give coaches away and make them all diamonds. If your goal is to get to success club, like, get as many successful points as you can every week or every month. You know, if you want to get five successful five, do that first. And then after the successful five or ten, then give away the rest of your coaches. You know, I, I don't know, and I can't tell you what your priorities are. All I can tell is about what you said. If your goal is to make money, by that time, it doesn't make more sense to put your first, your third spending as a sponsor of your first because it's already maxed out with money. Make it a PS of your second spending. And, and help your mom with more PV under her weekly. Or at that time, it might make sense that maybe that's become the strong leg for your mom. You might want to put it to the right of your mom so you can balance out her, her money. Well, maybe it makes sense to um, work under your mom's center because now she's maxing out. She has so much volume under her that she needs to become not an emerald anymore, but a diamond so she can reach the full potential of her team bonuses. And that's why you can see you would need a spreadsheet at this point to maximize the, the money in each center. And so that, that exists as well. That's that. That, that analysis takes a little bit more time. That's why this call goes from an hour call to a two hour call. All right, that's the majority of the information that I have to give, folks. Um, it's basically told, telling you to go from wherever you are now, how to get up to two and, and basically three star, and then to think about going beyond. And as soon as you get to that point, as soon as you get to the point where, like, where Ron just did, where, like, oh, I don't know anymore. Like, I don't know where I would put it based on, you know, I'd have to know where the other people are. That's the time to call me. That's the time for us to sit down and do this one-hour call um, or two-hour call, whatever time it takes to get it done. Because, again, my goal is to make five people in the next five years so well that they don't understand it. So with that being said, um, now – if there's still anybody on the call, because I realize we're 15 minutes over the normal time. Like, any questions that anybody has, you know, probably, you know, first, Ron, if you have any questions about what we've said, but I've been answering those questions all along. But anybody else, questions that have come up from this call, because I know I'm going fast. This stuff 
me now is like the back of my hand. I've done it with so many people I'm getting good at. But Well, uh, I had one the kind of didn't understand when you said you went to the one your second business center and then you were going to put the third one underneath there. When you build the second business center, isn't that um, basically giving your first business center a, a star? When Once you, you create second, a star? Right. When you build the second center to diamond, it gives your first center a star. So now you'll be going from two star to three star. Does that make sense? Right. Yes, yeah. And then, and then you wanted to build the third center on the opposite leg, generally speaking. Well, I was saying build your third center now. That's when you have to decide. Do you want that to be a PS of your first center so you can make your first center now potentially four-star? Or do you want to keep the third center as sponsored by your second center so you can make your second center three-star? And so, the, again, that takes a little bit of more analysis. You have to look at what the money potential is between the individual centers. And like Ron said, well, maybe I've had so many other diamonds develop in that time that I'm a 10-star in my first center, so it makes sense to try to make my second center three-star. Perfect, yeah. takes a little bit more analysis at that time. And, and anybody that says life is easier when you're rich and wealthy and successful hasn't ever been rich, wealthy, and successful before because life <laughs> just gets more complicated. <laughs> exactly the same thing with this. Like, as you get more centers, the complexity goes way, way up. But so are the rewards. So something you have to take into consideration. Right. Cool, but great question. And that's something that needs to be clarified for. But again, once you get to that point in your business where you're like, whoa, like I'm a little confused. I don't know what to do here. That's, that's the time to call. Because right now, for anybody on our team, these two-hour calls that I'm doing are are such a valuable asset and again commensurate with the goals that I want to accomplish in the next five years of my life. So I do this for free. But at some point you have to look like if if you try to figure out my income, which is nearly nearly sometimes over twelve thousand dollars a week, you divide that by forty hours per week, like that means my time in theory I'm not trying to be boastful or anything. But my time in theory is worth what, three hundred dollars an hour? Twelve thousand divided by 40 hours per week, which is not really working, it's more like 60 hours per week, that's $300 an hour. So I have to sit here and say, well, do I want to help somebody else in somebody else's organization? You know, spend two hours on the phone to try to do that. At some point, I'm going to have to say no. And I'm going to say, well, I can I can help you. That's $900 with my time. Do you want to spend $900 on a two-hour call? I mean, that's where this is building towards. So anybody on the team, when you get to that point, utilize that leverage. And I've built leverage in the position of being an analyzer. It's just so, so good. And again, I'm not trying to be boastful. It's just when you spend 20, 30, 40 hours a week doing this for four or five years, like you understand at a deeper level. So when you guys get to the point where you're confused, call me. Now, if it's somebody that you're good friends with, but that's in Christina Dwyer's organization, I might charge that. Great question, though. Any more questions? Well, good. I think we've dwindled down our audience quite a bit, but um, I hope everyone understood it. It would be cooler to see everything that I've done kind of online, graphically, 
But the idea of that is a little weird because then I'd be sharing, like, phone numbers and coach numbers with everybody, and I don't know who's going to be on this call. So I kind of didn't want to share all that public information. I appreciate your, uh, you know, like, insight, especially about uh, motivation um, for coaches. For example, you know, as we did this, I opened up a contest with just a message thread to those four people on my uh, mom's left leg that um, if any of them, the first, or the first one of them that gets to Emerald this month um, will get a $90 incentive. You know, it's basically a contest. Hopefully that's motivational to all of them and, uh, you know, more than one of them will, will get to it, but it's a good idea. And, you know, I, right. I mean, you, you can't afford to do that for everybody. And again, I don't ever afford, I don't ever recommend spending more money on this business than you're making. But if you're making that much, you have the potential to make more based upon what happens from that, then it only makes logical sense to, you know, give out rewards. In fact, I'm doing taxes right now, and there's a category for gifts, business gifts. You know, so like you can deduct <laughs> the amount of money that you invest in somebody else's business to make them successful. That's one of the reasons that Prince, like 10 years back, had this contest for the prettiest girl in the world. All the money that he spent on that was actually advertising that he used to help somebody else's business. It was completely tax deductible. And how much publicity did he get out of that deal? I mean, I'm talking about it 10 years later. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> So, I mean, there's, there's reasons behind reasons sometimes, and it makes total sense. And then somebody eventually will look at that and say, $90, that's a weird number. Why did he come up with $90? And they'll think, oh, well, it's only $45 to sign up a coach. Heck, I could sign up two coaches. Yeah. And, and potentially they have people in their team or clients that want to become a coach anyway to save money on Shakeology. But they just, they're inhibited by that $40 barrier. Why would I pay $40 to save 15 a month? It would take me four months to pay that off. But now if you push them over the edge because of this, and I mean, there's other ways to get coaches to come in for free. Like if they buy the challenge pack, boom, you know, coaching fees waived. But if whatever, they're in a weird situation or if it's a mom that, you know, they really, the mom wouldn't be doing the work and that helps them put the the strong, the coach in the strong leg and the other coach in the weak leg. And, you know, that's win, win, win. It wins, it helps Bond because he gets mom to diamond. It helps the, the, the um, mom because she gets to diamond. It helps the downline coach who wanted to sign up the mom. It helps Jeff who goes up at uh, Jeff doesn't really go up in order to start diamond rank, but it helps Jeff because he gets more more volume under Ron. It helps me because there's more volume on the weak leg. It's like win, 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 win. So why why wouldn't you give those incentives if that's something you'd afford? Yeah. Have you, have you seen a have, problem? It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that. You know, maybe people want a copy, a new copy of P90X. Maybe people want, you know, a weekend with Ron or to go to Disneyland. It doesn't have to be monetary. Just the first thing that comes to mind, what makes logical sense is that. Maybe it's a team jacket. What can be that? I'm sorry, I interrupted a question there. What was going on? Uh, I just was wondering if you've seen a problem with uh, basically giving bonuses to people that sign up coaches and then they're signing up just crappy coaches that just dwindle out within a month or two, and then you don't even really see any benefit from that. I guess maybe a month's worth. Right. Um, you know, each place talks about we don't want to sign up just come coaches. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, motivating people that are going to sign up their mom and their dad. Because if you ask me with five years of experience in this business, if I had to do it all over again, my top left leg coach would be, 
and he gets more volume. So that'd probably be my mom. My top right leg coach would be my dad. So he, so now my my dad would be earning 150,000 PV per week in his strong leg, and my mom would be earning 90,000 PV per week in her left leg. Like if I had to do this over again, and somebody gave me $90 to do it from day one, I would on day one I'd go emerald because I'd be signing on my two parents. And I would have built a heck of a business under each of them. Yep. So, and, and that's never a bad investment because let's say you, you do sign up to mom and dad and they only stay active for the four or six weeks, you know, that comes with signing up um, and then they drop out. Well, the four or six weeks is enough time for Ron to get the two-star. And in six weeks later, those two positions will become valuable. So now if somebody else, they find a new buddy that wants to transfer into a spot, they can transfer into one of those two positions. Like, honestly, if I had those two spots available right now, I could sell those for literally thousands of dollars. Hmm. So um, I was actually talking about my, my mom is at my top left leg. Uh, would you recommend me just having her sign up my father on my right leg or under her? Well, it's becomes an issue. Um, do you think you can find another coach to put on the other side or well, yeah. I mean, I, I can't I can't go against what they just said. If I had to do it over again, I would have my father at the top of one leg and my mom at the top of the other one. Like right. this is a more this is again, this isn't gonna be an emotionally fuzzy phone call. This isn't the kind of phone call that you have puppies running around and you're petting puppies. Exactly. But it's thinking kind of logically. And like it almost hurts my soul at some point to do this, but the, the the weird thing, if you read the coach rules, the one time that you can get a second center, God, I don't like to think about this kind of do this, but the one time you can actually get a second center without going two star is if you inherit it. So God forbid something happens to you or one of your family members, but like my coaching position is already willed away. Like it's already willed what happens if my if, if I pass away, God forbid, who gets that position? Because anybody in the world can have it. You don't have to qualify for it. So like if your mom and dad were in yours and you were in their will, God forbid something happens to them in the future. Now you just inherited a second center. And where do you want that second center to be? You want it to be at the top one of your legs. Right. You know, and then in the future that's something that you can will to your children. How cool would it be if you graduated high school? God forbid something happened to your parents that you were now taken care of for the rest of your life by building, by having this great beach body business that's just rolling. Right. So, I mean, that's, and, and I have it designed in a weird way so that, you know, if I pass away, it goes on to my children, um, but in lieu of a guardian. So, like, right now, I have it configured. <laughs> uh, this is a little personal, but fuck. I'll do it. I have it configured so that if I pass away, um, it goes to my son, which is kind of a strange scenario in itself, but in Barbie Becker's name. And my son doesn't get the position until he can make, he can build his own diamond center. So he would have to become a new coach in my um, team and build that up to diamond, and as soon as he does, he inherits the kingdom. Nice. And Barbie would work with him, you know, as much as he wanted to try to build that up. She's not going to build a business for him, but she'll show him what to do. So because right. if you just give somebody something, they're not going to appreciate it. But if they have to work a little bit to get it, then they'll know what it takes and be able to continue that on. 
So, yeah, it's hard for me to go against what I previously said. If I had to do it over again, mom and dad would be at the top lights. Or girlfriend, mom, or, you know, dad, brother, or whatever that is. For me, I don't have brothers. I wasn't married at the time. I've been through four different girlfriends since. <laughs> so the only two logical things have been a mom and dad. Yep. For seven, you know, maybe that's dad and wife. Like, this goes back a little ways, but, um, Lake Warrington used to say, he used to have, in fact, it was, no, it was Jake Floyd, who's, I think, she's under Melanie Bowling somewhere. He worked up a spreadsheet based upon how many clients you get from Beachbody, like how valuable it was to be Emerald. He did all the math. You know, it costs so much to stay active. It costs so much to become a coach. And based upon the number of clients we were getting at being Emerald, it made financial sense to build two artificial coaches up to Emerald because you were going to make more money in the first two months as an Emerald coach than you would spend make make an Emerald. So at that point, like it really, really made a lot of sense to make a mom and a dad on your team to make you Emerald because in the long run you would actually profit more from it just in two or three months. Huh? Right. I'm not sure that's still the case right now. I haven't taken the time to critique <laughs> the, the show. Still, how valuable is it to have another Emerald on the team or for you to be Emerald yourself? In fact, right now, I average anywhere between two and five new clients a week because I'm Emerald. If you, if you actually take the, the time and effort to be successful five, then you're probably getting another five or ten success code leads, which I talked to three today. Um, one of which, no, I called three, talked to two, one of which couldn't refer to technology, wants to try samples. So that's a great person to send it out to so that they get hooked and they will buy it. The other person wanted to become coach. So those are high-quality customer leads. Once you get successful five, how could you get successful five? You sign up with mom and dad, they both buy challenge packs, which are two packs that you can now sell at a discount because when you do that, you know, you're getting samples of shakeology in hand out and you're getting discounted and programs, maybe you buy something that you know you can sell, like in San Diego and the Edge. In fact, when you buy the challenge pack, it's $205. The Shakeology alone costs $140 as a, as a customer. So you're getting the P90S or Insanity for, what, 65 bucks? $90 program for 65 bucks? That's a tremendous deal. I don't even think why you wouldn't do that. And in that case, you just got four success club points in signing up your mom and dad. You sell one extra Shakeology home drive that month, you're success club five. Now you earn those leads. And Ron, how many times since you got success club the first time have you not gotten success club? Um, well, since I actually knew what it was, um, I was getting success club my first year, and I actually I had no idea what it was. I didn't know I was getting success club. Um, I was, I thought my three leads were just buying technology. Uh, so then when I, I, I didn't actually understand the success club until January of last year. And so I tried to make it January and February and didn't. And then I made it. Um, I went from not making it at all to making success club 10 
in March and April, Success Club 5 in May, and then I missed June, and then I haven't missed since then. I've, I've had eight months in a row. So since he's made Success Club 5 the first time, almost on accident, he's only missed it three times in the last few years. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what months I missed it, you know, from being an accident. But once I started trying to make Success Club and I made it uh, March of last year, I've only missed it once, which was June. So in one year time, once you made Success Club, you only missed it once. Stevan, are you yeah. still on? I lost Stevan. No, I'm no, here. Okay. Since you made Success Club the first time, how many times have you missed it? No, I haven't missed it since then. How many consecutive months in a row if you had to cash? I'm almost on 12. I'm almost I'm working on the 12th one right now. I'm 24 this month. I've never missed it once I got it. Nice. <clears throat> so the the only way to ever judge anything is based upon results. The result of going successful once means you hardly ever miss it again. So cool. I know we're what a half an hour over now the regular assigned time and we started a little bit late, but um you know, anybody that has time constraints, by all means thanks for coming in. If there's any other questions, like I'm free to stay well. Although I am a missing a boys to men tribute concert. <laughs> <laughs> and actually boys to men is there, so it's kinda of, that's crazy. <clears throat> I just met Boys to Men a few months ago. See, they're still open. I guess uh, it's kind of a basic question, and you've kind of gone over it, but uh, I'm just really looking to, you know, my main goal is to help out my coaches as much as I can from the beginning and, you know, you're figuring out the, the top two out of your top 10 or, or out of your 10 coaches for the 20%. And, uh, I think I figured that out and I'm luckily enough, I got uh, one on each side right now. Um, and, uh, then I got family on the left side and a best friend on the right side. Uh, and those guys aren't the, the main action figures that are going on, but, uh, so when I sign these guys up, I want them to basically sign up their family immediately to help them out, the ones that are the 20% active, right? Well, that's that's what I say that I would have wanted. I mean, I would try to tell them that everything being you know what it is, if you could go back and experience, that would have been the best-case scenario for you. Now, is it what they want? I don't know. <laughs> I, would, I would try to tell them that's the best thing to build their business. I mean, better yet is, you know, well, there's no bad scenario there. If you sign up your mom and your dad, your brother, your sister, your wife, and your mother, whatever, on your two top legs, and you get to diamond in the next 10 days, you know, I don't know, then you could always transfer somebody into those two spots. And, and, if, and if somebody had one of these good spots to build up, would they be willing to cover the cost that you had into it to get that spot that's really valuable? Yeah, of course they would. So, I mean, there's really not a bad scenario there as long as you can afford to do it. I mean, if if that person doesn't have any actually disposable income to to spend on that, well then yeah, don't don't not be able to eat because you signed up your mom and dad. But if you can afford it, it's 
definitely a logical investment in your business. All right, good, thanks. <clears throat> so I would try to convince them of the power and utility of it, but right. they still have to want to do it. <laughs> exactly. That's actually what I've basically been doing already, but... But maybe now you have some more clothes, some more leverage to do that. You know, God, um, if you needed to, schedule a three-day call with me and that's all my experience. Literally. Yeah. You look at my numbers last week. Like, I'll, I'll do that. I'll just pull it up. Like, what would it be on each leg? So I'm going to go to my business, my volume, my business, my wall. The person on my right leg last week would have had a hundred and sixty six thousand PV. The person on my left leg would have had eighty six thousand PV. Is that worth ninety dollars to send us two family members five years ago? Thanks. So. Right. <clears throat> yes. You know, also to to hear here to be vulnerable. I'm looking. This is obviously the PV in my first center, or the TV, I should say. So I'm looking at the PV in my first center. Um, last week was 90. The week before was 720. The week before was 112. The week before was 90. 300, 158, 515, 45, 235, 105, 135, 188, 925, 960. So as much as I say the best practices to build, there's still customers and people that are buying for my first summit. You know, so you do as much as you can to try to avoid it, but it doesn't still happen. And if somebody called up and wanted to be coaching the team, and I'm like, oh, awesome, the best spot is actually under my mom right now, the place I'm building the most. So if you want the best spot, you should sign up as a coach into my mom. Um, they're like, that's cool, I understand that. But like for me, it would be really cool to be a sponsor of your first center. Um, you know, I just I want to see that name Puckhead next to my coach. Like, awesome. No problem. Like I'm telling you the best way I'm building and if that's not what's most important to you, that's no problem. I want you to be a member of the team. Um, so we'll all send you up wherever you want to. You know, because sometimes that does happen. Like I would love I want to be a member of Ron's team, but I just don't want to see Kathleen in my coach. No problem. That's somebody who signed up directly. And then you ask, ask the next guy, you know, this is the best place to sign up. Well, it says Kathleen's going to be my coach. Well, that's true. She will be your coach. That's basically the placement. You're still on my team. This is the spot that I'm building the best. So, yeah, if you've got, if that really bothers you, I can change your own. It doesn't happen very often. <coughs> Yeah, I haven't had that one come up yet. Hey, Jason. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to tell you, I hit a milestone this uh, week that I make I make more money in Beachbody this week than I did in my day job. Mm. I I saw that number for you this week, and I sent you that little email. I'm not sure if you got it. <laughs> awesome. I haven't I haven't looked at my email yet, but I was just uh. It's it it's kind of amazing how uh, this all works out. Well, it's it's funny you bring that up, and congratulations first of all. But I saw that number, and I'm like, wow, that's the number just off Cyclebones because I can't see what Devin makes, but he's one of my PS coaches, so I see how much Cyclebones he does, which 
typically, you know, long run becomes the biggest source of your income. I'm like, wow, if you made that much off cycle points, I bet you this is a good week for them. So I purposely went through, checked all the matching bonuses of the week, and anybody I had a good deal, like I sent them a little letter. So I sent them a letter about it, and I was um, seriously sitting there thinking, I'm like, he told me a couple weeks ago, you know, almost six months ago now, that he was close to making almost half of what he did at a real job. So I bet you now he's getting close to beating it. So I really was thinking about that when I sent you that letter. So congratulations. That's awesome. It was a milestone. And and he's at that point right now. Seven's at that point where he's in he's in the business. Like he's not leaving the business because he's doing so well. But if we can make him two-star, now that money gets exponential. Like then he starts to think about, well, how many people would it take to replace what I do at the shop so that I have more time to do this beach buddy business, which is eventually becoming more lucrative. That's when you become a life person. Yeah, I'm I'm on, on that edge. Right, and that's why I say the key to this business is not making people profitable. Yes, I want that to happen, and I'll do everything in my power to make that happen. But the key to this business is making people two-star, because that's when they start to build true wealth. And that's, that's what I want to be known for, the guy that produced, you know, 20 millionaires. that's what you want. If, if it's just being able to afford somebody to work at the shop 24 hours a day so you can spend time at home with the four kids, that's a win too. Yeah, that's why they use that. Because I, I just hired another another person so I can free up more time. See, that's what I'm talking about, folks. This opportunity doesn't have to be the means to your ends. Like, I'm not saying that everybody wants to become a full-time coach, P, manager, certified trainer, just become a personal trainer go around calling people's reps if people want to retire and live in a mansion. Like, that's what I'm saying. But let this be a vehicle while you get fit yourself to accomplish whatever your dream is. If his dream is to get a couple more extra employees and give him more liberty, he can show up to work late or spend more time taking his kids to school or picking their kids up from school. And that's more liberty to him, what he wants in his life. That's what I'm shooting for. It's not about him making a million dollars. It's about him being, and then it should change my goal, making five people more wealthy, like um, life-wise, more, more, having, having five people have more liberty than you ever thought was possible. That's true. Yeah. That's amazing. I like your goals. <laughs> well, everybody says that your why needs to make you cry. Um, and I was pretty hypocritical at that. Because, like, um, I had lost the power in my why. My why ever since I had started was, like, I want to earn $1,000 per week. That way I could have taken a pay cut from, like, eighty or $90,000 a year to $50,000 a year, but afford to do this full time so I could help more people. That was always the why. But once I hit that mark, I'm like, what's my why? And then I was kind of like, well, I want to make stuff for you. I want to do some of these other things. But after that, it was like kind of hidden. But lately, like, I've been doing... Um, a lot of kind of soul searching, and um, especially with like Marion Williams, and I guess the quote that is attributed to Gandhi mm-hmm. a lot. It's like you should be ashamed at some point to leave this earth without making it a better place than you found it. And I've just been inspired by the analogy of like you know when you went to school, how did you learn? You probably had textbooks or workbooks. 
and like how did your teacher learn? And maybe she still had textbooks, but you know, one more generation before that, that teacher probably learned in a one room schoolhouse with all the different grades in there. Before that, like that generation of teacher probably learned at the kitchen table with a camera. Or maybe even two generations ago. But how far has it come just in our two or three generations and how far will it go down the line from us? So if we can take this and come up with real fitness solutions that help people have happier, healthier lives through health and fitness. And I'm not saying that's just fitness, just Beachbody, because right now Beachbody is a good fitness company. I'm not sure it's the best health company. I'm not sure yet. With with products like the Beachbody um, Reset that's coming out and, and Vegan Shakeology, I think it's definitely getting there. It's not the number one solution yet. But if we can make this, is such a thing that it's a simple, easy habit forming way for people to live healthier lives, and that I feel is a life of significance. And you have to decide what you're willing to die for, like what cause you're willing to die to promote. For seven members of the kids, I'm like that's perfectly admirable, but like I don't have that legacy yet. So, but it's my life, or I have to give up my life in the cause of like helping to take health back in Americans and people's hands as opposed to giving up to chemotherapy and pharmaceuticals, that's a life of you. Really. That's my life. So to find those goals, it's not necessarily an easy process. Wait, maybe is there gonna there is gonna be God's innovation. But thank you. So like three of us now. Anything else, guys? Off topic? Successes? I like seven sharing the success. your questions you have a game plan now going forward no absolutely um i mean and it was pretty much um i mean you gave me some new ideas and i was pretty much on track with what we what we talked about and i'm glad you know some of it was good just for me to feel like i was on the right track i am on the right track and getting that Mm. confirmation um and uh and now i see you know a totally not a different path, but a new path. I, I mean, once I get to two star, I want my my biggest challenge right now. I mean, I control a lot of my ability to get to two star. Um, my biggest challenge now is getting coaches that I have of how actually how actually easy this is. I mean, it's 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 hard in a sense. But for me, because I'm seeing it from a different perspective, and uh, I, I don't know when I started seeing it from that perspective, I I just don't find this as challenging as I hear people making it. You know, oh my gosh, you know, it's, I'm having this horrible struggle trying to get to Diamond, and I I don't know um, how exactly to help a coach through that to help them understand that it's. You know, I, I've seen coaches go diamond in a week. I've seen coaches diamond go diamond in three months. 
But for every coach that I've seen go diamond, it's somebody that makes the decision to do it. Mm. And it's, that's it. It's just the decision. And it's, it's, the about, final. it's about confidence, like knowing you can. It's about hope. It's like about knowing it's possible. And like there's never a coach that takes longer to get diamond in the second center than it did in the first center because you have the confidence of knowing you can do it. So a lot of times it just takes a mentor or a um, – guide or just seeing somebody else do it like I, I'm sure that Jeff's success was quicker because he saw it in me you know like Stevan actually was a coach once quick came back and then his success was greater and quicker then like even me like I've retired three times now from this business the first two times it didn't work out third time it's looking pretty good so far fail, fail your way forward you know yeah. <clears throat> so yeah and a lot of times the other thing I was going to say about that is a lot of times you well this is another weird question but I don't think there's several different stages of knowing like sometimes like you don't know that you know so it's like well, I didn't even know my relationship was so good until I, like, saw some other people's relationships and how they treat each other. So you, sometimes you don't know that you know. Sometimes you know, um, but you're not sure. Well, sometimes you don't, you, you know that you don't know. So it's like, um, I don't know how to build a house, and I'm pretty sure I just don't know how to do that. So I don't know that I don't know. The danger comes um, in not knowing that you don't know. So I think I know how to build a house. I'll go, like, finance all the money for it, and I'll try to build it. But to come to find out, I really just don't know how to build a house. So what Ron was saying is that he didn't know that he knew that he was doing the right thing. Like, I think I'm doing the right thing, but I don't know about it. So that lacks confidence. But going through this process, if nothing else, just reassures him that what he was doing is the right thing. So now that you know, you know that you know. And now how can you stand, like, knowing that you're doing the right thing? So if nothing else, from this call, he gained confidence, and then that makes stronger what he's doing. And if that's the only thing he got, that's still worth it all over time. Exactly. Oh. Well, I appreciate it, Jason. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. I'll probably be too star before I know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will be, Ron. Uh, who's that? Is that Steven or is that Travis? Travis. Yeah, Travis. Travis and I are going to work together as success partners, I hope. <laughs> yes, indeed. There you go. So, all right. Well, um, it's late here. I'm sitting at 11.21 and I'm about to fall asleep. So uh, I appreciate it and have a good night, and uh, I will definitely be um, on the line with you as I'm moving up, okay? All right, great. Thanks, Jason. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, Jason, real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, I got the two, like I said, I got the two people. I'm just turning diamond. I should turn diamond tomorrow. Um, and then I got the two rock stars that are really pushing their business, and they 
like they don't have the full confidence, I don't think, but they're they're really driving their business and they're really going to make it happen. The one that j- he just signed up tonight, he should turn emerald tomorrow. Um, but I really want to make both of them diamonds as quick as I can. That would make me two-star diamond eligibility, right? Or if they if they turn diamond this month, both of them, mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. that would make me eligible for two-star diamond. But as long as you um, wow. as long as you have one in each leg, so one's on your left, one's on your right, right? Yes. And as long as you have the qualifications for diamonds yourself, so you have, you know, four four coaches on each leg, and two of which are these two guys. Yep. And to be two star, you have to have a total of twelve active coaches. Oh, you have to have twelve active. Okay. Right. So to be diamond, you only have to have eight. To be one star, you have to have ten. To be two star, you have to have twelve. Okay, so, so I'm at nine right now. Right, so that's yeah. why you would have to try to keep building more coaches yourself and also giving some away, potentially, you know, if that's what you choose to do. So what right. I kind of recommend for that is, like, you want to be successful with five. You know, everybody should strive for that. So yeah. I would get my my five success club points first. And right. And the extra coaches, the ones I don't necessarily think are going to go on to diamond right away, and maybe eventually they will, but not in the next 90 days. Those are ones that I can potentially give away after I get my five points. Right. So that's accomplishing all my goals. You know, it's helping me build to get 20 or 12 PS coaches to be two stars, helping my other coaches build. I'm only giving away in their two outside legs, which is where I would put people anyway. And I'm still successful at five, which gives me more leads for next month. So, yeah, it's like everything. Okay, that's doable. I can do that. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Like, the, the, like I said, the worst dangerous position is if you don't know that you don't know. Right. Exactly. Like I, I've seen people sign up, peep their second center in strong legs, and then they're like, "Oh, how do I get more volume on weak legs?" I'm like, oh, kidding. <laughs> right. That's coach in your weak leg. So that's right. dangerous. Not knowing you don't know. So whenever you're confused like that, yeah, ask somebody with more experience. You know, that's what I was wondering about. I, I did sign up my the newest coach. That he's going to be just an a rock star. He's dri- he's driving for success, and uh, he is signed up in my weak leg. But that's what I need if because uh, my other rock star is in a, in the left leg in the in the busy leg. So that makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, so yeah. When I say put strong coaches in your weak league, weak coaches in your strong league, how, how often do you think you're going to be right? <laughs> yeah, probably like 10, 20% of the time maybe, 10%, so I don't know. Roughly 50%. Always 50%? Yes. Yeah. yeah. If, if I sign up a weak coach in my strong leg, I'm going to feel better about it. I mean, if I sign up a strong coach in my strong leg, I'm going to be a little – picked off, I guess, but I'll feel better about it. Like, well, you know what? I gave it my best shot. Right. I, yeah, I seriously thought about it, and that's what I thought was best. I was wrong. At least I thought about it. So, right. Yeah. And it's never going to hurt you. A lot of times, those legs will switch. You get one Josh Spencer in your down lines, and all of a sudden, your weak leg just became your strong line. Mm-hmm. Long term, it still could, help, could still help you, but I'm playing for averages, you know. You can't bet the right. average. You gotta, you gotta bet the averages. Exactly. 
<laughs> Man, I'm so excited. I've been so pumped this last couple of days. I'm just, uh, and I appreciate the call tonight. It really helps me drive my business forward. I'm, I'm super excited about it. So thank you for the time tonight. No, thank you. I mean, I am only the sum of the efforts of the team. Um, and if I look at the team now, there's several people that are out doing my work over and over and over again. Um, you know, Christy Moore, she went to Chess Club 5 today for March. I know, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and I'm like, what? what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. I was I was barely successful five last night. I was like failed. She's like I'm getting them all off my customer leads. Wow. And I don't I don't even cust I don't even talk to some of my customer leads. She's like, well, I'd be happy because I helped her get the customer. I think she even say she would admit that publicly that I help, I was the one that helped her because she was sitting at one store for like six months. And I'm like, let's do it. What are you waiting for? You do this with you you're there. And she's like, oh, okay, let's do that. So she right. said, one of the ways I can repay you is I'll go on a three-way call with your prospects. And so those numbers are talked about. We talked to three people. One became a coach. One um, wants to try to shake out and hopefully he's going to try to work it into a grocery budget. Um, right. That was Christy talking to him. And me on the other line just like listening and learning. And I'm like, wow, that's what I'm missing. That personal touch that you give it is amazing. Yep. So she just really puts herself in the other person's shoes and talks them through it and, and asks, asks for the sale. I've seen a lot of great people in this business that were scared to ask for really what they wanted. You know, so they get to a point and they keep helping people help them. And they never ask them to become a coach. They never ask them to buy, an, buy a product. And they never ask them to go get home direct. Sometimes, you know, the person will say no, but too often we judge their predictive response based upon what we would do. Right. Um, the scenario that I find with that is there's a guy that goes into the tuxedo shop, you know, he works there, and uh, the, the boss is there that day, so he really wants to do good. So he, saw, he gets there half an hour early, and so there's a guy outside, and they're not even open yet, but he opens the doors early to talk to this guy. And so he talks to this guy, and this guy buys two suits and a pair of um, shoes. So it's like a $400 commission. And so he, he like goes over and he ends up leaving the guy out and then closing the door again. He said, they're not even open yet. And then he goes to the boss. He's like, what did you think? Did you see that? And the boss was like, it wasn't very good. He's like, what do you mean it wasn't very good? I just made a 400 question. He's like, that, the gentleman that you brought in never said no. How do you know he wouldn't have bought eight suits and four pairs of shoes? So unless you press them to their limits, not selling to your limits, but to their limits. Right. How do you know right. it's possible? Until you get so, that no, you just don't know. Right. You know, like maybe they would have bought the diamond pack, even though you don't think it's the right thing to do. You don't have seven hundred dollars to spend. Maybe they do. Maybe they want to get the ball running right off the bat. So the real error is not asking. Right. That's awesome. I mean, I, I even I've read that book before the go for no, so that's got that's perfect. Yeah, I've done a speech on it. I really like it. <laughs> well, I can't wait. Are you going to be at uh, Summit? Obviously. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember back to the first summit. I'm like, you know what's going to happen? It's two or three years from now. 
seeing thousands of people. Like, we'll have to rent out a stadium just for all the people. And, like, where oh, yeah. will our incomes be at that point? And I said <laughs> that to the, the other people there at first, this summer first year. I'm like, wow, yeah, that would be awesome if that happens. Yep. And this year it's going to be the same place they hold boxing matches. Right. And Jim Graham. Ridiculous. It's coming to fruition. <laughs> I wish I would have got started back up when you did. I I, I almost, I'm, I kind of heard about it because I started Power 90 in 2005. Yeah, that was 2003. Yeah, and so, and I, I kind of thought I heard something about it at that time, but I didn't really get, you know, any pressure from anywhere. So otherwise I would have probably done it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you kind of sit there and kick yourself in the pants. Like I do that too. Like they called me and didn't offer it to me, but they were asking, basically asking me if I wanted to be a success story and go to Hawaii the first year that, or the second or third year that they actually had those trips. And so they're like, Hey, do you want to submit yourselves, your results for the success story? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably should do that. Except I didn't finish the round, and I kind of feel bad about not finishing <laughs> the round. And they're like, well, it's not about finishing the round. It's about people that give good results, you know. And and, uh, and then they submit their results, and then the winners get to go to five. And I'm like, yeah, I just I wouldn't feel good about that because I didn't finish the round. And they're like, well, once again, it's not really about finishing the round. It's just about getting good results. I'm like, yeah, it just wouldn't work for me. They're like, okay, well, we'll just call it a check. They were basically asking me to go to Hawaii. Right. <laughs> Everybody else that went to Hawaii is a founder in this company. Yep. And, and so you didn't they, go? Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't oh, man. Right. And, and I, I, I wasn't smart enough to realize they were kind of asking me to go without telling me. They were asking me if I wanted to be awarded. Um, right, so yeah, right. I didn't go. And I, and I had to like, Slipped back a little bit and gained a little weight. Would have felt bad about going there chubby or something. Yeah. Um, but I did pay attention to people that were doing it from that point, and that was like um, Tony Barca, um, who's a founder. It was it was Monica Ward, who's a founder. Like those are the people I was hanging out with back in those days. So if I would have said yes to that, like I would have been a founder, no doubt about it. Right. So I can sit there and kick myself in the butt, or but when I do that, I feel like, oh, well, life's out of your control. I feel pessimistic because I you always know, get the best opportunities. Well, oh, how cool would it be to go along? So that sucks. Or I can sit there and say, you know what? Like, I have an amazing group that I, like, I built. And, like, I've got amazing people in the team. I'm still earning, earning five or six times the money that I was as an electrical engineer. So you can think about it either way. Mm-hmm. The truth is, like, the past is history. The future is a mystery. The only thing we have right now is this moment, and that's why it's called the present. It's different. That's right. It's, you just can't go back and say, what it could have, should have, because you don't have that luxury. And it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not, it doesn't serve you to live in the past. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> so where are you at? You're still up late. Yeah, I'm in uh, Eau Claire, uh, Wisconsin. Oh, there. Yeah, so. Yeah, I got an extra hour from the East Coast. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. 
one of the things that are hard about doing this business is that, you know, you've got to sit there and try to get all the different time zones. It's just something you've got to be aware of because pretty soon we'll have clients in India. In India? Really? Yeah, like, yeah, like uh, probably. This doesn't stop at the U.S. Like the first international expansion will be Mexico, followed shortly thereafter by Canada, then probably Australia, then Europe. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, I'm as sure of that as I was about filling a stadium of people for summer. <laughs> right? It's just a matter of time. So it's like prepare for it now. Exactly. So we need to start building the infrastructure now that can handle calls that are 12 hours apart. Right. And that's part of what I'm doing. So. So yeah, stick around. Who's your sponsor? I forget. Uh, Demi Bean and Jason Bean. They're the pretty much at the top there. Well, you still there? Hello. Hello. Nope. 